You are listening to the Tackles and Takes podcast with your hosts, Colin, Tyler, and Parker. In this episode of Tackles and Takes, we discuss week four of the NFL season. So I think first, uh, the main thing we are going to talk about is are the Steelers in trouble with Kenny Pickett coming in and having a very under par performance. I mean, he came in and played half, played one half and threw three interceptions, but he did go 10 for 13 and have 120 yards. Honestly, I watched the game. Two of those interceptions weren't his fault. One was on the Hail Mary at the end of the game, which was caught in the back of the end zone. And another one was tipped up by his receiver and intercepted by the Jets defense. So when you think about it, I don't really think that the stats like go in his favor. He did have three interceptions, but two of them weren't really his fault. But the one that I did throw with like two minutes left, go marching down in the Jets territory on the 40-yard line, threw the pick, set up Zach Wilson's game-winning drive. So... I think the Steelers might be in trouble now. Yeah, so it was his first game, and he still put up 120 yards in half a game, which is pretty good. And he also had a he had a few touchdowns. So I don't think they're in trouble just yet. I mean, he is a rookie quarterback yeah. making his first start in what week four. I mean, we saw him play at Pitt, and he did just fine. Maybe he just needs a little bit of time to settle in. Um, and not to mention they play the Bills next week. So, who do you, who Bills, do? Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles next four weeks. Who's going to get the start, you think, week five against the Bills? You think you're going to go with a somewhat experienced Mitch Trubisky, or are you going to go with a rookie only played two quarters of NFL football in his life, Kenny Pickett? I think just because you're going against defense like the Bills, I think you still go with Mitch Trubisky. I agree. Is it for the whole experience, or is it for more of a – just because you think Mr. Trubisky might be the answer for the for the Steelers. I've, I think Kenny Pickett is the answer for the rest of the season just because you're going up against a very experienced Bills defense who ha- has shown in the past few weeks that they're capable of being a really good defense. That I don't think you can have Kenny Pickett's confidence go down that low in one week and expect him to play as well as you want him to. But, I mean, confidence got to be pretty low. I mean, he did throw three picks to the Jets. I don't think a game against the basically the best team in the NFL is like just like a game to see how good you are. I think that's a game that you want to try to win. And you're talking about the Bills, right? Yeah. You're talking about the Bills. Yeah, the Bills. Okay. So you're saying they should start Mitch. And yeah. I, I, I think that's a good reason why. I mean, Mitch Trubisky, he's played in what, one playoff game? Yeah, I mean, with the Bears, right? With the Bears, yeah. That was the year of when they played the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see anything from Mr. Bisky then what makes you think he can bounce back now against a solid he has experience well I, I also think that he's getting way overhated because I don't think he was the problem in Chicago that coaching staff and they did make the playoffs went 12 and 4 and what is it 2017 yeah summer right. yeah so I guess we'll see okay now we are going to move into our first segment which is touchdown and turnover players of the week or teams um for me i'll go first my touchdown player will 100 percent have to be dk metcalf i mean we haven't seen much from him the whole year he's kind of just been like i don't know almost like a placeholder on the field with like two receptions a game but yesterday i don't know he woke up and chose violence he came out with seven receptions and 149 yards i mean for dk metcalf this is huge 
Um, I mean, this might just be like, like hopefully this is like an every week performance for DK Metcalf. I mean, hopefully the Seahawks can make like a little magical run. I mean, that would be pretty cool if it goes all up from here. Yet again, it was against the Lions, but the Lions are showing upside this year, so I won't write that off as just a fluke for DK. I have a feeling that later in the year, I feel like we can see more of this from him. And I guess my turnover team of the week or player, I'm this week I'm going to go with the team, is going to have to be the Miami Dolphins. Not really on the team, more of like the staff-wise. I mean, Tua in week three went down with a with what they call it a back injury. But I think we all knew after seeing him stand up and barely walk, yeah. I mean, that was not a back injury. He, he didn't even know where he was. I mean... In my opinion, he should have never saw the field on Thursday night against yeah. the Bengals. I mean, with that, I mean, with head injury, like, you, you can't, can't risk that whatsoever. And then when we saw him go down, when he got sacked, I mean, that was a, that was a scary sight. He uh, couldn't move his arms, couldn't move his, uh, his fingers. I mean, he had to get carted off the field. That was, that was scary. I mean, any injury in the NFL is scary, but especially when you get up to the head and neck area, that's something you can't mess with. Yeah. I know they fired if the Dolphins fired somebody, I'm not 100 percent sure who it was. I think it was the team doctor. I think it was one yeah, of the team doctors. It was it was like the doctor that cleared him. Yeah, yeah I mean, as he should be. I mean, Tua should not have even seen the field for the rest of the Bills game, let alone the let alone the Bengals game. And going off DK Metcalf, he's shown just he's reaching his peak right now. Because when you look at his fantasy performance, Week One against the Broncos, four points, four Niners, five and a half. It's in half PPR. Um, then Falcons 14, and last week he had 21. So it, it's only showing upside for him. Yeah, I like where DK Metcalf is going, and uh, I like where I like this direction that he's going in. Yeah. Um. All right. So for my touchdown player of the week, I have TJ Hawkinson, who put up 179 yards, two touchdowns, a two-point conversion, and eight receptions. And I just think. You know, with St. Brown out, like, he's just getting the ball way more. And putting up 40 points as a tight end, I think it, that's pretty good. Oh, it's really good. So, wait, do you think from here on out, he might be Jared Goff's number one with uh, St. Brown out? Well, yeah, for sure. Fire. And for, for my turnover team this week, I have the Commanders. They are just not performing on offense at all. I don't think Carson Wentz is the answer. He's not the quarterback he was on the Eagles at all. And uh, their defense, I mean, it's been, like, average. I mean, they they did get shut out. by They did let up 24 points and get shut out by the Jaguars in Week 3. I, I don't think their defense is so, something they should worry about just yet. So, Parker, if you're Martin Mayhew, the commander's GM, then what are you looking to do with this draft? Are you drafting a quarterback and going from there? You trying to get one out of free agency? You trying to trade? I don't like Carson Wentz. I th- think it, within the next two or three years he's gone. I agree with that because he he hasn't he, towards the end of his career with Philly, he became more of a like mid tier quarterback. As he went from being elite his one year, tearing was tearing his ACL. Yeah, against the Rams. And then just going down, down, and down from there. I feel like ever since that injury, he's never been the same. Yeah. All right. So for my touchdown player of the week, I'm going to go with 
honestly, the whole Jets defense in the game against in Pittsburgh against Steelers, they four interceptions and a forced fumble held the Steelers to only 20 points, and that helped them win the game. And then, I mean, do you think that they like the Jets defense is like that elite now, or do you think it's only because that you have two mid to lower tier quarterbacks? Um, playing for the Steelers right now. All right. Listen, I'm a Jets fan. I've been a part – I've watched probably every single game for the past at least five years. Do I think the Jets defense is going to be elite? No. Do you, Do I think it's an improvement? Yes. So – Do you think the pickup of Sauce Gardner and the NFL draft is a huge, huge key to your defense for that secondary? Honestly, Yes, for a secondary. And also, when you look at all the Jets rookies, too, Jermaine Johnson had a few sacks yesterday. And then you look at their offensive rookies, Garrett Wilson's made a huge impact, so is Bruce Hall. So when you when you look at what the Jets are doing, I think it's only going up because you really can only go up from what they've had in the past. I agree. And then for my touch turnover play of the week, uh, I'm going to go Kenny Pickett. Uh, people have been saying NFL debut, can't really expect that much from him. And I've heard a bunch of people saying, I, I even said it, that a bunch of those picks weren't his fault. But still, throwing three interceptions in your NFL debut, even in one half especially, that's not, I wouldn't say that's great. Especially on his first NFL pass, going on a deep shot to Chase Claypool, that being interception. The only quarterback I can remember who threw an interception on his first ever NFL pass, Sam Darnold. <laughs> I'm not saying he's going to be Sam Darnold, but it's but something do, to look do you think that could just be like, like a rookie like a rookie mistake? I mean, granted, he's, when he threw that pass, the deep ball, he's played in the NFL for a total of two minutes. I mean, I, At that point, I think it was like 30 seconds. So, yeah, but do you think that could just be a rookie mistake, or do you think Kenny Pickett could kind of overcome it and bounce back next week? I think both. I think it's a rookie mistake. He's going to make mistakes as a rookie. But I, I'm not writing him off yet. I think he's going to, like, especially in the Steelers' offense, all, you, all you've all you seen in the past, like, 10 years has been consistent, consistent, consistent. Maybe with Mike with Mike Tomlin as your head coach, I sure hope so. I yeah. Mean, he's one of the best coaches uh, who's ever coached. So – He's been consistent ever since at Pitt and the Steelers' offense. When with when you look at the weapons he has, um, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and George Pickens. So you think there is an upside to Kenny Pickett? I in think the there Steelers is. Offense? Okay. Yeah. All right. So now uh, we're gonna transfer over to how like our our fantasy teams were affected this week, whether it was good or bad. Um, and like who were like a few players who we would maybe suggest your people to pick up or maybe try to trade for and who are some players that you should maybe drop or try to trade away so this week uh, an underperformer for me on my fantasy team first time this year was uh was Lamar Jackson I mean granted I knew it was kind of it was gonna be a really tough game in Buffalo to throw only for 144 yards and he threw two picks um, that that was very unexpected, honestly. I mean, I feel like uh, Kenny Pickett put up similar stat lines to that, and he only played a half. But granted, it wasn't buff. Uh, they did have to play a tough Buffalo defense. Um, 
I mean, about to put up under 20 points. I mean, he was projected to put up 23, and he put up 13, which was a huge, huge, huge gap margin for points. I mean, first time all year, I've seen him really struggle. But I wouldn't say if you have Lamar Jackson, drop him right now. But granted, it was against the Bills. And, well, going off of that, Lamar Jackson, he, that was a bad game. But in NFL fantasy, Buffalo is ranked number one defense. But when you look at the first three weeks of the season, 25 against the Jets, 54 against the Dolphins. That was ridiculous. And 49 against the Patriots. I mean, yeah. I mean, Lamar Jackson might be the, your number one fantasy quarterback. As of now, up, he is ranked number one. Yeah. I mean, putting up. Still average, averaging like 35 points 35 a game. points a game. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's anything to worry about there. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that one. And then another booming performance from uh, from Tyreek Hill. I mean, another 20. 25 plus point uh week i mean with two out uh i don't know how many more targets he's gonna get but or how much the dolphins might even pass the ball but i would still keep him as wide receiver one in most in most leagues i feel like and then again dk metcalf another receiver who really just played well this week um i mean seven receptions for 149 yards 150 yards i mean that was great but it may like some people are saying, oh, it's a fluke. It's the Lions defense. That game was a shootout. I mean, I mean, yeah, the final score was forty-eight, forty-five. But I still feel like DK could put up performances like this on a weekly basis. I mean, if he has anywhere close to hundred yards a week, I feel like that'll just be expected at this yeah. point. Yeah. All right. Um, someone who I think not only underperformed this week, but has been underperforming every week, is Darren Waller. This week he put up 5.4 points with only 24 yards. And, like, going into the season, you expect him to be, like, at least a top five tight end. And he just has not lived up to that at all. Do you think the Raiders picking up Devontae Adams has, like, an effect on that? Do you think Derek Carr is just, oh, Devontae's got to be down there somewhere, just throwing the ball? Yeah, and last season, like, towards the end of the season when Hunter Renfro started popping off, like I he I think he's not even I don't think he's the like number one target anymore. Yeah, I, I feel like when he was the number one target, look at the Raiders' offense now with Josh Jacobs in the backfield, Hunter Renfro, and Devontae Adams at receivers. There's so much in that offense that you can like spread out, and you can't expect every single one of them to have a good game. So it's kind of like expected. But I know what you mean. Like, at this point in the season, it's something to worry about. And someone someone who I think has not necessarily boomed but has been consistently putting up good numbers who's being overlooked is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Mm. I agree. He well, – What, he had what, another two touchdowns last night? Yeah, 20, 22.4 points. He's projected, like, 11, and he's consistently putting up decent numbers. I haven't heard anyone talking about him at all. Yeah. So, my fantasy team, I'm 0-3. I'm going to be 0-4. So, this might be a little extreme. But what is going on with Tony Pollard? I get it. He's supposed to be the RB2. I did a, I had a horrible draft. I ended up picking him. I took receivers in the first two rounds. Left me with no running back. But he might be the most inconsistent fantasy player of all time. Three points, 17 points, 13, and one. And then someone else 
What's going on with Jamar Chase? Uh, I mean, I feel like Joe Burrow is just spreading the ball out a little yeah. bit more. And then when you got Joe Mixon in the backfield, you got to give him his touches. Uh, his touches. And then, I mean, T. Higgins, he's also just a great receiver. I mean, he's going to give – I mean, yeah. Joe Burrow is going to give him a lot of touches as well. I mean, I feel like that's just such a talented offense. I mean, I feel like last year Joe Burrow looked to Jamar Chase as like a as a comfort receiver. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like he's been throwing to him for – it worked five years now and yeah but i feel like teams are i mean last year jamar chase was a rookie people didn't know what to expect from him teams didn't really game plan around him but now i feel like a lot of teams in the nfl are game planning around jamar chase yeah, yeah and it's honestly showed Sears game he had 27 points since then eight eight and ten so he's kind of on the downfall i'm thinking about trading him honestly well they the Bengals have like you said they have three decent receivers Joe Mixon, Tyler, no Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, and uh, Tyler oh, Boyd, T. H- I T. H- Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Higgins. Yeah. yeah, those three, and then Joe Mixon, and I also think part of it is at least in the first few weeks, Joe Burrow was underperforming, mm-hmm. so I think it's a mix of all of that. And then one last, one last player, uh, Devontae Smith had a good, great week last week, putting up thirty against the Commanders. So I thought, why not start him? He, I made a mistake by benching him last week. I started him over DK Metcalf this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now I know why you're on four. Yeah. <laughs> um, 3.2 points from Devontae Smith, while on my bench, 21 from DK Metcalf. Um, and I'm going to lose by – I'm projected to lose by around 35 right now. Oh, so even with DK's help, you would have not even been close. I, I still wouldn't have been close because I also had six from Tyler Conklin. And – J.K. Dobbins put up a solid 20. I think that Devontae Smith, is, it's a mix of, first of all, A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. And then Miles Sanders also had a good game. Yeah. All right, so now we're each going to move into our own, like, our game of the week, who, what we thought was, like, the best game that was played yesterday. In my opinion, that Packers-Patriots game was, was pretty interesting to see that the Patriots compete against um, – a highly talented younger Packers team. I feel like. I mean, it was it was fun to watch um, a second string and a third string play quarterback against a, a decent Packers defense. I'd say, but I feel like Bailey Zappi was just. I don't know. I mean, for a third string quarterback, he looked so comfortable in the pocket, mm-hmm. and I feel like he he spread the wealth out around that Patriots offense really well. I mean. In, it was a really close game, but to hold the um, to take the Packers into overtime at Lambeau Field, yeah, and oh. have it be that cut tight of a game. I mean, the Packers won by a field goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that was probably my game of the week, just to see those two unex- not super unexperienced quarterbacks, but pretty underexperienced quarterbacks um, have a great day in Lambeau. Um, I would say Seattle, Detroit. As my game of the week. That's a good one. 48 to 45. Geno Smith and Jared Goff both putting up good games, both over 300 yards. It was just a shootout the entire game. They brought it down to, like, the last the last play of the game. And I just think all around it was a solid game. Like you said, DK did amazing. Hawkinson did amazing. And Geno Smith has also been surprising me. Like, I don't think he's – I think – he could be a solid option in the next few years for the Seahawks. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, my game of the week is going to have to be 
Vikings Saints in London. Yeah. That game was back and forth the whole game. And the Vikings kick a field goal to take the lead with something like a minute and a half left. So the Saint it was actually le- around 30 seconds when I think about it. So they had 30 seconds to drive down the field, kick a field goal to tie. So they ended up getting to like the the Vikings 40-yard line. It was a 61-yard field goal with Will Lutz, which is a long field goal for anyone, but hit the left upright, hit the bottom upright, went out, went down, went out. <laughs> so it, it was the double doink all yeah. over again. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I guess that. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was a – Fun game to watch. I mean, waking up on Sunday morning to football is always great. Yeah. I mean, next week we have what? Green Bay and Giants. The Giants and and what, where are they playing? Are they playing in London or Germany? Uh, London, I think. Yeah, it's a nine thirty game. Yeah, I mean that'll be fun to watch too. So, right, yeah. So you, yeah. Let's quickly just go through our predictions for next week. Colts, Broncos. Who do you guys have? Um, honestly, Broncos. Uh, give me the. Colts in that one. I had the Broncos. All right. Giants, Packers. I'm going to give it Packers by blowout. Yeah, I feel like the Packers are going to blow them out. <laughs> I, I don't think it's by a blowout, but I think the Packers will win. Uh, Lions, Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to have a bounce back week, but the Lions are like, they're, they're looking solid. I mean, putting up 45 points against the Seahawks, that's pretty, it's pretty good. So I feel like that game's going to be a shootout. Mm-hmm. Not a shootout, but a really close game. And, I feel like the Lions are going to squeak out a win. I agree with that. I feel like with Bailey Zappi probably starting, I don't know what you, you can expect from him. I, I don't know. I think I have the Lions. I I think they're just coming off. Uh, even though they lost, it's still a good game, a good week. Right, Chargers-Browns. With the struggling Browns and a Chargers team, that's a little banged up, but I don't know. I feel like Justin Herbert can still get the job done. I'm going Chargers. I agree. I feel like the – Browns are gonna run all over the Chargers. When you when you see when you see what Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have been doing, yeah, but with what quarterback? Run all run all over, run. Yeah, run the ball. That's what I, that's what I'm I guess. All, right. all right, Texans Jags. Um, I have to go with the Jags. Yeah. I mean, they did just lose to Philly, but I mean they've looked so solid the past few weeks, and the Texans have just been the sloppiest team all around. I feel yeah. like. So I'm. I think Jags. Yeah, I'm gonna I, go with Jags too. I agree. Uh, Falcons, Bucks. Bucks, not even Bucks. close. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Steelers, Bills. It's gonna be the Bills, but it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, what the Steelers do for their yeah, quarterback I this agree. week. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bills too. Dolphins, Jets. This is gonna be. It's gonna be a great game. I feel like. Um, the Dolphins without Tua, obviously. And then the Jets, who just came off a pretty big win in Pittsburgh. It's going to be another solid game, but and it's in New York, but I still think the Dolphins pull out a win. I think I think Teddy Bridgewater can get it done. Yeah, I feel like the game's in New York or New Jersey, whatever you want to call it. I still think the Dolphins sneak out with a win. Yeah, Bears-Vikings. I mean, the Bears came off a pretty disappointing loss yeah. yesterday. Or this past week to mm-hmm. the to the Giants, the Vikings, 
they've looked like okay all around. I mean, I feel like this should be another good game. I mean, in it's like an in division game, NFC North game. Um, and then I'm gonna have to go Vikings. Yeah, me too. I think. Go, yeah, I'm gonna go Vikings. I think the Bears. They didn't even score a touchdown. I don't think they can do it. Uh, Titans, Commanders. Titans. Yeah. Yeah, the Commanders just don't look good <laughs> so, whatsoever. They're really sloppy all around. Seahawks, Saints. It's going to be a good game, another great game. I mean, I feel like this week there's a lot of great games, but the Seahawks, if they can put up, if they can score 30 points on that Saints defense with the, sh- and then with, are they going to have, are the Saints going to start Andy Dalton this week? Uh, yeah, I think so. And they don't have Kamara either. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go Seahawks. I mean, Andy Dalton has experience, but um, without having Kamara, I feel like the Saints might struggle because there's no run game. So I'm gonna go Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna go Seahawks. Well, all right, Niners, Panthers, Niners. Yeah, Niners. yeah. I mean, Baker Mayfield is not the answer for the Panthers. Uh, Eagles, Cardinals. This game is gonna be tough for the Eagles there in Arizona, but I still, I don't know. They're kind of on a hot streak. I feel like, I don't know. Controversial take. I'm gonna say Eagles get it done. I'm gonna say the Cardinals. Cardinals. I think Card- Rams, Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Rams. Rams. I think I have to agree. Um, Bengals, Ravens. It should be it should be Ravens, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals have been struggling all year. No offense, very little defense. And Raiders, Chiefs. I got Chiefs. I got the Chiefs. Wait, where's that game? It's in Kansas City. It's going to th- be, it's gonna be Chiefs, Chiefs by three touchdowns. Ooh. So you've been listening to the Tackles and Take podcast with your hosts, Colin. Tyler. Parker. Thanks for listening. 